Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Timber Living Log Cabins. For your perfect workspace, living space or hideaway, timberliving.ie. Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1. Well, obviously, lots of you enjoyed that interview. Uh, David Norris practically sealed out of the studio to the strains of Je ne regret rien. But now uh, to something completely different, um, because I'm joined now by travel writer and broadcaster Michelle Walsh-Jackson from thenoveltraveller.com to take a look forward to how best to make our summer holiday plans. You're very, very welcome. Thank you, Dermot. You're not going to burst into song for us now (laughs) just after after all of that. We might be talking about France, maybe, after that. (laughs) Well, we could be. But listen, it's... it's, um, I'm not one of them my twin sister is and um, people who plan ahead quite early so by yes. the end of the year they kind of already know where they're going and they're brilliant at negotiating uh, sure. deals is it a good idea to plan this far ahead well I think especially when we see what happened last year and the amount of people that travelled I think really be prepared is the message for 2024 why is that um, well because the, you know the dates and times you want to go if you want to get those you've got to make sure you're booked early and and we have a fantastic survey um, that Click and Go um, produced there just, just last week. Just this week, week was it? Yeah. Yes, it was just yeah. this week. And it's fascinating because they say that 20% of people will have booked by the end of December. They're taking up, you know, summer summer seats and packages. And you can is expect... That mostly parents who've got the school schedule in front yeah. of them who these just are, have to? Sure. These are people yeah. and they have to make sure they get their dates. But you can expect um, 50% of people will have booked by the end of January. And as as big a number as 75% by by the end of February. So that Is that because we can't cope with the winter? So <laughs> that something, something, something to look forward to. Well, maybe it is, Deborah, because the survey also found that we are kind of moving our main months of travel and people are seeing more value coming in in May and June. And they're choosing those if they have, you know, freedom uh, with, with, you know, perhaps d- different types of jobs now. Uh, so, so they and can move a bit earlier. headlines of children should not be taking, their, <laughs> our parents should not be taking their children out of school. But increasingly parents... Do because well, well, it's maybe the only way to beat the cost. And I was a teacher for 30 years and I would say the value of what they gain from going to a different country and experiencing different uh, cultures and seeing different things, it's, it's, far, it's far more valuable than you know, a week in the classroom. You can make up for it. <laughs> yeah, the school principals will not be uh, thanking you for that. No, um, uh, but, but it will make uh, a big difference in prices it, it, as well. It makes a huge, a huge difference. Where are we still yeah. going to? Where, 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 is, where are still the big destinations for, well, for Irish people? The Irish just love Spain. We do. We it's do. our number one. I mean, we have over two million travellers. We had pre-COVID and now since then, we're right back up there. Over two million va- uh, visitors last year. And we love all of Spain. We love the city breaks to Madrid, to Barcelona, Seville. Everything. Absolutely. We like your two weeks in the Costa del Sol or Mallorca. And then, of course, for winter sun, you've got the Canary Islands. It is the these are the best islands to travel to. In How, the where does Portugal fit in after that? Because it's another fairly popular destination, isn't Hugely it? Hugely popular. It's really number two. And I'm a big fan of, of Portugal. Uh, actually, you know, a place that I think is often overlooked is Faro because everybody flies in there and then they head off, you know, east and west of the Algarve. But then it's like the Irish on tour. You go yeah. on your, your, <laughs> yeah. your summer holiday and you meet everyone know. you know. Well, well, do you know, this time, this week last year, I was actually in Faro. I took a city break there. Mm. And, and it's the time when, you know, the, the price point is very reasonable, um, you know, to, to fly to Faro because it's very, very high price point in the height of summer. And it's a beautiful city. It, it's a college city, a university city. It's about 
the size of Galway. It's got lots of history, beautiful little old churches. And, you know, there are little islands in the Ria Formosa, which is a nature reserve. And it's like being in the Caribbean, basically. But we do go further afield. It means we might head to Marrakesh or, or Dubai. That's another quite a popular um, a- absolutely. place for people. Yeah, they, they are. If Yeah, the little price point would be higher if you're going to Dubai or the Caribbean. But they are other winter sun options. And what is driving, and I'm very, very conscious in this uh, yeah. uh, climate um, uh, crisis age that we're in but the appetite for travel seems to be as big if not bigger than ever is that a post-covid thing or is it what's driving that I, explosion in travel it's something that you know people were delighted to travel once they could but I think it's more ongoing I think the millennials and, and other generations are kind of saying well no we want to go away two three times a year you know because they can see cheap deals and they can see cheap flights and they'll take time off during the week you know whereas and, other and is people and it like going to like I mean is it bucket list travel or is it like a lot of sort of adventure tourism? Well, well, what I predict is going to be huge next year is adventure travel and especially big bucket list travel because we see the opening up again of destinations like India and um, China. Actually, people will be going back to now. But uh, on the bucket list, uh, the Galapagos Islands, uh, Ecuador, Costa Rica, these places mm. are becoming much more accessible. And you've got tour operators, you know, offering, offering to hold your hand, take you all the way there and, you know, experience the best of what these destinations have to hold. So- I'm conflicted because when you saw the summer that we had last year in recent years, we've just had the warmest um, summer in record, but we had floods, we had fires. We saw destinations that people ordinarily flock to that yeah. would maybe think twice to go about again. And Yeah, you know, and you th- I, I think there's a lot of fear put out there that is perhaps not perhaps what's actually happening on the ground. I mean, the, apart from the incidents in roads, an, an awful lot of the uh, resorts have a very, very different temperature to the temperature that's been given, you know, on your iPhone because they're recorded in places where, where the tarmac atom is affecting the heat. If you're going to the Spain or Portugal, you're going to be at a resort. There'll be the balmy breeze coming in from the sea. Um, it's not... I, I was in Crete now in June last year for two weeks and it was just glorious. Really nice temperature, mid-20s. Uh, I travelled from the east to the west of the island. And I think you have to get a perspective. If you love the sun, you know, these countries are prepared for it. But do you know what? I, I, I feel guilty um, about it and I'm conscious now when I'm flying, you know, for work or for leisure of my footprint. And we're not quite there yet with the promise of, you know, <laughs> fantastic um, guilt-free aviation fuel. People are concerned about emissions. Is that turning us back to maybe looking at destinations closer to home? Are um, we are we prepared to look? I mean, there's you know th- th- there are lots of options out there, and I think you know something. People who perhaps don't want to fly, that we have great access with ferry companies. We have three strong ferry companies, and last year we saw the introduction of uh, Rosslair to Bilbao in the north of Spain. And especially, I mean, you know, I love camping holidays for families to France. We did it a couple of times yeah. when the kids were small, and it's a terrific way you can take your car, you save then on car hire. Um, you can load up the car with some nice French wine and cheeses and that and you're, and you're going home and you then have, have to worry about yeah. your cabin. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have limit. to worry about that. Exactly. And you're stuck in but, but uh, you know, the car. I, I, I do believe holidays like that are, they're, they're, they create wonderful memories and people sometimes go back to the same campsite year after year. Um, and, and, and those beautiful French towns, they're very charming and there's so much to, to see and do. And, and uh, same with the north of Spain. And they're not campsites like people think, oh, camping, a tent. Oh, no, they're... these are luxury mobile homes with air conditioning and they're absolutely 
fabulous. Yeah, you know? I know we went to lots in them when I was younger. Yeah. The, are people, like in an age kind of of online digital, are people still better off going through a travel agent, doing it their own well, or, you know, for, especially for those highly tailored Oh yes, trips, well, no, you know. definitely for the large bucket list trips, I would say you have to go with a travel agent. Who, agent. Yeah, especially yeah. because, you know, perhaps there is some sort of incident like we had in Iceland where, you know, we had, you had the volcano years ago or you never know what will happen. So you have the security. Also, remember, tour operators, they bulk buy their seats and they bulk buy their rooms in the hotel and they can often get you a better deal than if you go to a booking site and, and book your flights yourself. You, you know, now you will pay premium at the height of um, of the summer but as I said that's why I think a lot of people are looking at me. And what about the now. US? We were chatting earlier to uh, Martin Wall who's just come home after um, his tenure in DC but uh, the US is such an important and North America incoming market to we Ireland. We love America. How, <laughs> how are we in, in terms of is that holding up well? Are people still going it to is. the States? Well from the stats, you know, it said 5% of people, which is still a lot of people are mm-hmm. looking at America. We do love it, especially Florida and, you know, New York. They're the staples. But we've kind of terrific direct connections now with four or five different airlines. Last year, I did a bucket list trip with my son. We did the Florida Keys and then we swung up to Tennessee and we travelled from uh, Memphis right across the whole Graceland thing, went to Nashville. And were you driving, really, flying uh, and driving? We, we, we were driving. We, we flew from from up up to Tennessee, but we drove all the way across Tennessee over to Dollywood. Um, but I will say, make sure you have your phone uh, with an ability to make international and take international calls when you're away. Ring your pro- phone provider or bring an old phone and get a SIM card over there because there are certain situations like a car park. We nearly got locked in a car park in Memphis because, you know, you had to make a phone call to be, for them to release the gate. Now, on other situations, like you have to have cash because in Nashville, in the bars, they only take cash. You won't get a drink with your card, you know. Or, or, They're holding or, out. So, yeah, absolutely. So, so you kind of have to, uh, you know, uh, you just feel your way around and remember there's tax on everything uh, even your cup of coffee they will add tax so then the price you see on a piece of clothing usually isn't what you're going to be asked for unless you're in states like Pennsylvania or New Jersey where they don't have taxes on clothes and then you're coming home, the home taking, <laughs> all, taking all the labels off trying to get everything in. so then and before, Absolutely. before I let you go what, what is your dream destination where have you not been well, to that you I would love to go to, I haven't been to India and I actually mm. would love to get there this year. I'm kind of hoping to plan something like that. But, you know, I do love going with a tour group because, as I said, somebody will hold your hand and, and do all the hard work for you. Because um, uh, there's, you there's everything. Right? It's kind of for the older generation, yes. for singles, and for everything. Absolute, and for solo travellers, it's fantastic. You know, because you meet people along the way and you can have your own time or you can mix, you know, whatever. And do you always go through an agent or do you mix it up? Um, well, I would. I, I have to mix it because in my line of work, I'm writing mm. for the papers and I'm, I'm you know did different operators I'd be working with them so uh, but I, I really do recommend just for peace of mind for people you, you don't want your holiday to go wrong and you want to have somebody that you can fall back on and especially you know travelling to America or the bigger trips Yeah I'm uh, now slightly envious of all of that what is it 20% of people will have already booked um, <laughs> by to tomorrow um, I should really get my skates on but look absolutely fantastic for now Michelle Walsh-Jackson from the novel Traveller.com thank you for joining us I hope thank you, you uh, escape away soon we're going to take a very quick break. Email brendan at rte.ie.